welcome to Life Pairings, where two Canadian alcohol connoisseurs mix life events and libations. Hello, I'm Carla Richards. And I'm Brittany Lysing. And, and this, this is, is Life, life Pairings. pairings. <laughs> <laughs> we give up. We're trying. Uh, we can only do it live. Yeah, you could tell because... we're not we're not together anymore. <laughs> so we can't make the timing. We can't make the timing. Because what? life is hard. So pair it with alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> We've been separated, Carla. Yes, we have. It's very upsetting. And it it's very upsetting. impacting this podcast. But our loved ones are starting to be like, listen, you <laughs> bitches, you cannot just tootle around town <laughs> pretending like you're the queen of freaking Canada. Yeah. Uh, taking in events is what we were doing. <laughs> and then tell, and then the audacity to tell our loved ones that we're working as well. Yes. Yes. Well, we are. We're an essential service. Yeah, we are an essential service. We're <laughs> essentially drunk. Most of the time. <laughs> <sighs> oh, man. All right. So this week's episode, put on some Tina Turner. Pack your cutest PJs and make sure to bring some Tums and Tylenol as today's life pairing is Girls Trip with Beer Mosas. We're discussing Post Malone, Taylor Swift, and Sheet Masks, baby. Yay! Yeah, what is what do uh, what do girls trips mean to you? Girls well, weekends. We, we just got back from one. Yeah, we did. We're do we're just using that the weekend that we went wine touring. For just a multitude of different episodes. Yeah, we're going to just be like waking up with friends and <laughs> being in the same room as your friends. And we're just, you know, what we're trying to do is like really what we're trying to move the podcast towards is actually doing the event together. Yes, which because of COVID and because I live in a foreign land. Oh, Carla uh, lives in Vancouver. I live in Calgary <laughs> and there's a yeah. pandemic going on and we still feel like we can just tootle around town. <laughs> So we're you're allowed to, to go across province. Hey, you can go across province if it's necessary, and we did mm -hmm. it. Necessary. So, but because we are responsible, we combined girls trips, wine weekends, going to Kelowna. You're gonna hear a lot of episodes that start with things we did <laughs> last weekend. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, but, but yeah, they're pretty. I mean, okay, I'm I'm I grew up with mostly guy friends. I until I kind of began hanging out with you guys, and even then we were still hanging out with a lot of guys. Yeah, a lot of boys. Um, I never really did girls trips, and to be honest, anytime that I get asked to, besides you guys, I get scared. You get scared of girls I don't trips. Have enough, I don't know what I don't know what to do. I don't know if my mascara is correct. It just <laughs> it, it scares me. Well, you know what? I, I, as much as I did grow up with a lot of guys, I've had, um, outside of our friend group, I've had the same girlfriend since grade two. Oh, right. And yes. They're yeah. all like little boys. Like we act <laughs> like little boys. We all just laugh at poop. We're only making fart jokes all weekend long. Like, I think that's kind of part of the reason, like we all kind of clicked at such a young age because now I look at those friends and none of us are like, have anything in common except for each other, love friend like we're friends we love each other but like our lives are so different and i think it's just because we're all kind of acted like little teenage boys yeah yeah that's your bonding what do you call yeah. it the glue that sticks you together yeah the glue that keeps us all together it was yeah <laughs> so like i kind of i've been on a lot of girls trips and a lot of like 
fun things. Yeah. And it's kind of nice because, you know, as you get older, you know, everybody starts to date. Right. And then everybody gets married and then everybody yeah. has kids and everybody has families and other friends. And, and, you know, it's like, okay, like every once in a while, it's like really cool. And I think that girls like have a really special bond where it's like, yeah. let's, let's do this, just us and have a weekend without our husbands and cats and dogs and spouses and friends and family. You know, it's just like, yeah. hey, let's just go do us for like four days. Mm -hmm. which anybody I'm friends with all that means is like hey let's get so drunk we can't stand yeah and, and then, then come home sick then come I'm, home sick I, for a I week always come home sick for a week <laughs> and then like everybody who like loves us and at home is just like girls what <laughs> happened and you're like Drink we just water. started drinking and eating and we didn't stop for five days <sighs> so yeah Good. So yeah, I mean, girls weekends to me are just like something that I think is really important um, as I have a lot of good girlfriends and it's nice to be away from boys every once in a while. I'm around too many boys, Carla. Yeah. <laughs> Comedy was you boys. You have a lot of, uh, yeah. Elevators was boys. Hockey was boys. Sometimes I just want to like, you know, not have somebody fart in my mouth you know yes that's fair Wait, when you did hockey did you ever do because you were on a girls league at yeah one point. I played I played boys hockey for up until I was about 10 or 11 maybe 12 and then my dad was like hey time to switch <laughs> <laughs> so right? did you go on like you would have gone on team trips I guess yeah with, lots of team trips girls? with the guys well both oh, yeah, no. lots of yeah with the girls is that any yeah. different from guys trips hockey trips with the guys <laughs> girls are not disgusting oh okay. Girl, yeah. girls are funny girls mm -hmm. are like girls are like let's do this like fun thing and like have a blast boys are gross <laughs> like and i like that but not yeah. all the time and i yeah. was they were starting to get so gross that i think my dad was just like all right it's time to <laughs> not see a little boy's penis in the dressing room while he's like <laughs> <laughs> making puppets with his balls to make the other boys laugh <laughs> he just like knew it was coming he was just like those boys are gonna start doing weird things with their buttholes and yeah. i do not need you to see it yeah that's fair because you know i mean we've yeah. learned nothing about <laughs> locker room talk and oh the, the locker room is just <laughs> piggish and it's fun like i fit in there you know like i'm yeah. i was starting to fit in so much i think that like prompted my dad's decision was just like okay like i think like if you feel, you know, it was also just like, I couldn't be in the boys locker room anymore. Right. Like the, da the other dads were complaining. Oh, well, you, you have to have get dressed in there. To make a puppet out of. Yeah. I, I was like, I can do weird flap stuff. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, do it. Do a flower. <laughs> Ooh, rose girl. Um, But yeah, so they were, they were just like, I think it was like better that is the uh that is what girls trips mean to us yeah <laughs> something about hockey and other things yeah we're um, boys are girls trips good or bad girl they're good mm. yeah girls trips here's a few reasons would you like to hear i would love to hear oh my god girls trips release happy hormones <laughs> this was written by you guessed it a lady <laughs> is she uh, perhaps a blogger 
<laughs> this was from I, I believe just Woman Mag Women Magazine. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So one study uh, published in Behavior Magazine found that hanging out with your friends can release oxytocin, a uh, neurotransmitter oh. known as the love or the trust hormone. Most oxytocin is released when you're with your friends. And that can make Aww. you feel happy and trusting and generous and friendly. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely feel that. Yeah. I feel like that too, man. It's just like you like you get this like major dose kind of of like everything's okay. Like my friends yeah. are here. We're just having a time. Yeah. Good friendships may make you healthier. A study published in Personal Relationships, a researcher found a link between friendships and one's happiness and their health across their lives. Good friendships contributed to better overall health. For older adults, a study found that friendships are effective uh, predictor of health and happiness compared to their relationships with their family members. Those older adults who felt strain in their friendships were more likely to experience chronic illness, while those supported by their friends were much, much happier. Aww. I do know loneliness kills you, so... Loneliness kills you. Reach out, it, everyone, during COVID and find a friend. Hey, find a friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, Increase your bubble. Also, I read that first. It's like, it's it's pronounced oxytocin, I believe. And then yeah. I was like, friends will bring you oxycodone. <laughs> now that's they the kind of friend I they're, like. Yeah, they're a good friend. That's what they'll do. Here's another reason that surrounding yourself with people uh, is a good thing. It can mm-hmm. make you live longer. No. Oh. Yeah, other studies show that being around people is good for you, and it's good for your health. A study found that having friendships can extend your lifespan. Results found that those with social, socially strong relationships had an increased chances of surviving regardless of gender, health, or age. Well, that's good. Also, you don't yeah. want to live long if you have no one to, unless you really no. get off on like beating the nurses at the, <laughs> the home you're in. Yeah, I think you just, I think you start to wither away without your gals, you know? Yeah. And I like, that's, you know, that's the thing that I think all girls joke about is like, hey, like, we're going to move into a home together. And when everybody else is dead, it's just us. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, it's, it's all like very funny because I feel like even like my mom and her girlfriends, my mom has been friends with her friends since she was like grade like six or seven as well. Aww. It, they're always talk about, they're like, oh, when it at I hope I I can hardly wait till it's just us. Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the men are gone. Like, I think like I think me- a lot of men are just like they like go on um you know holidays away from their wives and and children and they're just like you know they're just like come back and they're like oh that was like a nice trip but like oh nobody made sandwiches and the toilet got really dirty and, <laughs> yeah. and then like girls come back and they're like you bastards no one made sandwiches here and the toilet's dirty. <laughs> It's yeah. just like such a different for men and women. So I think that like having um, relationships with your girlfriends like give you something to look forward to, and it, and it's kind of like an ongoing joke of like when we can all be together, everything will be better. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, all in all, um, and also uh, it it may ward off dementia for all the oh. the same similar reasons. It's just like you know, keep yourself hel- healthy, active, social, find friends that you have things in common with, and for God's sakes, go on a girls trip. It's yeah. better for you. Cool. Yeah. Well, we did good. Hey. We're going on a girls' trip. <laughs> yeah. We were really good. During a pandemic, go on a girls' trip. <laughs> go on a safe. We were supporting the local economy. 
you can tell we feel very feel very weird about the whole situation yeah we're kind of just like was that the right choice (laughs) i don't know was it fun yup yes and no one's dead from our side so oh good grief (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh I went from being like the most serious about the pandemic to being like, all right, everybody just wash their hands, wear a mask and stay away from me. I'm not stopping my life anymore. Yeah. And then now I've gone back and I was the only one today in the liquor store with a mask on. I felt, I felt weird. I was in the liquor store today, weirdly enough. And <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why we have to get, someone could just provide us with liquor so we don't have to go outside. Yeah. If there's a sponsor out there who knows somebody who provides liquor. <laughs> um let us know but so yeah i was the only one in the store with a mask on today too and i was just like what the fuck is this i thought you guys had to wear masks in calgary August first oh. so that everybody's really getting it out of their system they're like right. oh, i don't have to wear a mask <laughs> run around blowing four days alive with their yeah, like i'm coughing all over everything for the next 24 <laughs> hours oh fun so fun, yeah hockey fun. starts on august 1st and we start masks as well yay <laughs> Which I'm on board for. Support. Yeah, wear your mask. Get your dirty mouth away from me anyways. Exactly. Fucking also, pandemic or not. There's some very cute masks. Yo, do you want to look like a skeleton or a puppy dog or <laughs> a butterfly? You can. Mm-hmm. That's everything you've ever dreamed of. Hey, mm-hmm. also just like sunglasses, a hat, and a mask. Ugh. Oh my god. This is like you never a shower. I haven't fucking washed my face in a <laughs> fortnight. Why don't you tell us, uh, why don't you give us a little history on gals trips, Carla? All right, well, uh, this has been a hard one for me. There's not a lot of historical stories on girls trips. I think mostly because for most of our history, girls are not allowed to go outside. And they're definitely not allowed to go outside without men. Yeah, they were like, I'm going on a gals trip. They're like, to hell you are. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so I, I thought, you know, I was thinking like, oh, Marilyn Monroe must have gone on like an epic girls trip with Betty Davids, but I couldn't find anything like that. And then I found out about, I'm going to mispronounce this, Shapati, which is like the menstruation tent that everyone has read about in the red tent. It's basically where you yeah. go to have your period because you are impure and you have to go live in the cattle shed. Yo, for real? Yeah. So that was like that. That was the first girls' trip. They were like, "Hey, period away from us, okay?" Yeah. And you're like, "I'm bringing other girls." They're like, "Great." Yeah. Uh, so that was kind of depressing, and is still going on. So I didn't really want to talk about that. And then I looked into Taylor Swift's famous July Fourth weekends. But you know what? There are a lot of boys there, so that's not a girls' trip. It's not really a girls' trip. Taylor Swift. Tay Tay. <sighs> so, anyways, I finally s- found. The Phil Dua, and I'm probably saying that wrong, but that's French. Uh, for this is Phil Phil Dua. Okay. For uh, daughters of the king, and I found out about this uh, from Stuff You Missed in History Class podcast, and also a uh, a little film on uh, CBC Gem. Have you heard of CBC Gem, Brittany? Have I? Oh my god, I love the gym. Catch me on the gym, you guys. That's right. Brittany has her own little little special, comedy special on there. Uh, I do. It's called the New Wave of Stand-Up Comedy. I think I'm episode 8, but I'm uncertain. Episode... Oh no. Maybe. 9? I want to say 11. You know yeah. what? Just look at Brittany. <laughs> Just, hey, look my name up. Type it into the gym. Yeah. It's the, it new, the new wave of stand-up. Um... <laughs> 
Tell me what's on the gem. All right. Well, they had a, there's a very big documentary that they did called The Story of Us, which is the story of Canada. So they talk about this, uh, these daughters of the king. So back in the day, um, France and Britain were kind of fighting over North America, right? So we had New France, which was kind (laughs) of, they were, you know, (laughs) slinging, you know, uh, insults at each other and, you know, just ribbing each other back and forth. Maybe yeah, they were them. like, "Hey, that's our land," and they're like, "Uh, you tiger, you." <laughs> um, but Britain actually was doing a lot better at it, especially putting you know boots on the ground. So right. the British settlers outnumbered the French eighteen to one in North America. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, and specifically for the like the population within New France, it was one to six men. So one woman for six men. And most of those women were obviously married to one of those men. So because Britain just basically was like, anybody can come, just everybody come, which is very not British. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you know much about the British, but they're not like, hey, anybody can be here kind of vibe. Just divorced a country like Europe. Um, But anyways, France actually forbid Protestants from coming to New France. So... They didn't just ha- they just didn't have a lot of people coming out there. So right. they needed the settlers to marry and build families for new friends. So in 1663 to about 1673, King Louis XIV, the Sun King, you know, the one with the Versailles and the Oh yeah. yeah. He sent a dozen ships of girls and women from France to New France. The okay. travel was paid for by the government. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm glad to see the traditions haven't changed. <laughs> um, a lot of the historical stuff says that it was, you know, poorer girls, orphans, but it there does seem to be a diverse mix of girls. Some of them were from well-off families, but not very many. Some were the, from the countryside. Some were from orphans, orphanages, and oh. you know, a lot of of poor in Paris. Um, okay, they. They actually did start asking for farm girls during this period because city girls are often too sick to work because they lived in Paris <laughs> and were dying basically when they put them on a boat. <laughs> you know, that's what Les Miserables is like. <laughs> oh, that, yeah, I still haven't seen this. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's like all I'm picturing. I'm just like, to dream a dream. <laughs> uh, Who knew the dream was to just be healthy yeah. enough to get on a boat? Yeah. Uh, so, and it was, it was to everyone's benefit that they pick women that would be in a good situation once they got there so that they could support the families and the community. So they think about 770 women were sent over, which made up about 8% of the immigrants to New France, but was 50% of the female population at that point. Oh, wow. Average age was about 19 to 29 but there was, you know, 14% were 14 to 18. And there was actually 2% that were 40 plus. Some, you know, as you get older, a lot of them were widows looking for a looking for a change. Oh. This would have been actually like kind of a positive thing for a lot of girls because they would have been dying in Paris, you know, lame is style. <laughs> and yeah, lame is style. Just like toothless and, and hungry. Yeah. 
And so they're, you know, they have this option to maybe go to France, to New France, sorry, and uh, find a potential mate. Okay. The voyage was not great. <laughs> I like, uh, I like if they're really playing this down. Like, you can get on a boat <laughs> if you're healthy, and we'll help you yeah. find a new mate. And it's just like, mm, sounds like you're doing weird stuff. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like you're making ladies do weird stuff. Yeah, yeah. There is a, a kind of similarity to sort of livestock training, trading. Yeah, know. like a livestock <laughs> trade. Yeah, like the meat market. Well, that's just, I mean, that's still like a thing that people say. They're, <laughs> they're like, yeah, to be fair, we're still doing yeah, that. Yeah, we're still hitting the meat market. Fresh meat, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> so the voyage took about three months, you know, this being the 1600s. And one in 10 of the girls died. So okay, so not same not rate. COVID. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> probably a lot more of those girls would have died in Paris at that time. Yeah, probably. Um, they would then go on a date, which was inter where they interviewed these potential suitors. Men. Yes, it was supervised by a nun and New France's intendant. <laughs> um, they didn't have a lot to choose from. There were about three thousand men in the colony. Okay. But, I mean, they got a chance to actually, like, kind of interview them and choose. Oh. So they had it their... Was like, this sounds like the first Bachelor. Basically. Yeah. The Bachelorette. This is, hey, the Bachelorette, we know where you're stealing your ideas from. Yeah. So don't come at us like you're original. <laughs> um, so this girl's trip, obviously, which is... <laughs> this was the, it's a, They're girls, and they're going on a trip. Um, girls on a boat yeah going to fuck some dude yeah yeah yep yeah. uh so they would get to choose they would get to refuse they had the right to refuse proposals um so like i mean back home their parents probably would have chosen who they were married to so yeah i mean it's they're like they're like have you ever thought of roger they're like i hate roger <laughs> hmm, how about roger <laughs> like roger short and he stinks Hmm. I like to golf with Roger's father. <laughs> Do you like Roger? You're like, I like Barry. Yeah. Too bad. Too bad. So sad. Get on the boat if you want to make choices for yourself. <laughs> you want a 1% chance of dying? Get on a boat yep. and choose your own suitor. Exactly. And some of them risked it. So they would actually <laughs> get a dowry of uh, almost 50 French livres, which is like $1,000 today. Well, I didn't get oh, paid. wow. I didn't get paid a thousand dollars for getting married. <laughs> I had to pay thousands of dollars to get thousands married. Thousands of dollars to get married. Uh, <laughs> they also, if they produced ten children, they could get three hundred livres a year. Wow. Yeah. So that's like a fair amount of money. That's a pretty good I mean, I'd fire a few out for that. I know. And then because of this, this is actually super successful. Um, yeah. because they turned out to be like an average of five children per family. Um, oh, wow. like most of the people that went out married and had kids. And the sort of interesting side of this though, too, is that, uh, single men who didn't marry were penalized. So that oh. kind of sucks for them. Um, but they didn't have to marry the Phil Duval. They could marry, uh, native people of Canada or women from other colonies. And I'm assuming this is where we get a lot of the Métis from. Hey, that's me. Yeah. Oh, well, 
<laughs> I just had a I had a, <laughs> I was like the last guy like who wouldn't marry any of the French girls <laughs> is my grandfather. <laughs> this is how I was made. Uh, they're like they're like yeah this the stock ain't great but chipper a chipper bunch. <laughs> but yeah now um more than two thirds of French Canadians can trace their ancestry to these women so. Oh wow! Just because of well, one girl's trip, just one sassy gal's boat trip. I mean, it was probably over ten years, and there's many women. I don't know if it counts, but you know what? I really had a hard time this week, and we're getting shit for going for a weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, keep it to yourself, losers. <laughs> no one has given us shit. It's no, just I only know. us. We who just wants to we have a drama we have it. a lot of guilt, just in general. <laughs> just a joke. I have a lot of anxiety and guilt that we're all working through professionally for thousands of dollars. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> I'm feeling very guilt-free today. I had therapy and I got to dump it on someone else. Oh, God. I love just scream crying at a stranger for money. <laughs> you're like, I'm sad and you're about to listen. How, <laughs> how do you feel about that? Yeah. They're like, that's what you're paying me for. Like, okay. You're like, okay, I get it. <laughs> Fine. Okay. Hey, I got a little news story oh, for you. Perfect. Carla, take into the future. Yes. You know, given your deep roots in history and, mm-hmm. and your wonderful presentation, I thought I'd match <laughs> it with a story from TMZ. Yes. <laughs> See, if I was doing uh, the history hey, of modern girls' trips, I would have found a lot more stuff. Well, given our uh, drink this week, yes. the beer mosa, it's beer and orange juice. But there's a story uh, from TMZ that Post Malone, our very own Post Malone, oh, is he is ours? looking. Do we own him? No, but I just feel like <laughs> a friend of the you know, I don't know. I've listened to Sunflower so many times <laughs> that I feel like we're friends yeah, now. Yeah, and I'm just like Post, what up, boy? <laughs> and then I spell it with an I at the end. Right. Um, Post Malone is looking to lock up the rights to the World Beer Pong League. Oh. Yeah. Uh, which would be a professional beer pong league. The rapper and his team have already filed for a trademark on the name, and Post wants the league to operate beer pong tournaments, competitions, events, and exhibitions. Uh, yeah. So the World Beer Pong League is still very much in its infancy. <laughs> <laughs> Because it isn't anything yet. That's why. Because, hey, post, hot tip, everybody just gets drunk and plays it in their backyard. Yeah, it's just a fun thing. Don't make fun things competitive. Yeah, he just wants to get it off the ground and will sell beer-affiliated merchandise such as ping pong balls and, oh, the other thing that you, drinking glasses. I'm like, this guy <laughs> is a thought machine. <laughs> He's just like, hey... <laughs> and then it says Post is an unapologetic beer lover. He even stars in a Bud Light commercial. Last year, he and the brand also collaborated and the cans feature Post's face. I didn't see this. Is this just in the States? I didn't see this. I mean, I, didn't get there, a post. I wouldn't be like, hey guys, I'm a beer connoisseur because I have my face on a Budweiser can. No, no. Yeah, I'm just like, hey, like, <laughs> drinking Bud Light doesn't... <laughs> like the exact opposite this does sound like one of those drunk ideas that you have at like you know 11 o'clock at night you know what this is also coming from a guy with tattoos on his face uh, yeah so he's just like this is like this is like go this tracks yeah you know this is this is his branding yeah he's like yo tattoos on my face 
Also, I come up with really innovative, uh, innovative ideas. <laughs> How about beer pong? Everyone's like, yeah, we know it. He's like, maybe we make it a uh, professional. People are like, okay. <laughs> See, this is the thing. When you and I come up with great ideas and inventions, uh, yeah. we don't have the money to go and then do those things and then push them on society. So yeah, or the forum. Like we don't have, we don't have the peep enough people to listen. Yeah, sometimes that's a it's good a, thing. For if you come up with an idea at two o'clock in the morning when you're drunk, guess what? Probably not that good. Uh, Post Malone, however, uh, he <laughs> has been quarantining in a compound outside of Salt Lake City. Uh... Recently, told Jub- WSJ Magazine. That he is, he is drinking has not stopped during isolation. I, oh, uh, us too, Post. Also, Salt so, Lake City, that's a pretty dry, non-alcoholic yeah. community. So That's what he said. So he's just that's like, uh, compound, we're just getting hammered every day, he said. Adding that the drivers to adjacent Wyoming is where he had to buy kegs from. Oh, since their beer retailers are only allowed to uh, process kegs in Utah or something. Oh, so he's okay. just like... They're not, I don't think they're not allowed to process kegs in Utah. There's there's other things he could be doing right now in terms of that situation. Maybe you should do that situation and then create a fake league. But you know what? Yeah. We don't have enough sports at the moment. So, hey. what? A, hey, you know good. what, Post? We're into it's it. Fine. We take back everything yeah. we said. Yeah. I might be good at it. What if we started doing that in schools? Oh, you had school leagues. I would be great. I would have been so much more fun during high school. I was drunk oh my all the god! Time. You know what my problem was is I didn't have a hard time being fun during high school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was an angry little. Mm, so I would have been great. Yeah, yeah, I would have been. Here, if you, once I found alcohol, I was like, oh, I don't need to be angry anymore. You're like, no, I'm not so bummed anymore. Anyway. Yeah. Here's been my problem my whole life. Not once has anybody been like, hey, you know who's not fun? Brittany. Well, that's good. every teacher was just every <laughs> teacher was just like, hey, you never never shuts the hell up and sit still, Brittany. And I'm like, it's a party all the time. Yes. And everybody's like, no more, please, from you. That's not um, so thing. you're not partying and my early party probably got us in the into the situation same situation. Yeah. Yeah. Situation what... Did well. Thank you, high school. Hey, thanks. thanks, high school. You do learn things there that you need later in life. I did all of the things that I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> Have I already had three beer mimosas? Yes. <laughs> it was very yummy. Should we talk? Should we? Sorry. We should now go into the beer mimosa. The beer mimosa. The beer mimosa, Carla. Woohoo! It's, um, I want it to be creative. I want to, <laughs> I want to give you a breakdown of the cocktail. I want to say, hey, you can do it this way or that way. Right. But the truth is. It's just beer and orange juice. Oh, or no fancy shake. Beer. Not really, man. And I kind of was like, I was like, I wonder what the long lineage of the beer mosa is. <laughs> I wonder what ties this has to early Canada. Yes. Um, it's beer and it's orange juice. Uh, nobody, nobody even claims to have come up with it. <laughs> oh no! Usually they're yeah, fighting like, over that. Usually they're just like, who made it? I want the rights. No, they were just like legit. Like they're just like site. I found like forty four sites that were just like, hey, if you want, you can put orange juice in your beer. <laughs> but you know what? It usually like a Bud Light with Post Malone's face would be a perfect beer to choose for a beer mosa because you can't really taste the beer. Right, and it is something you it drink tastes- in the morning, and maybe that will 
inspire your own ideas of entrepreneurship. Yeah, and like the really the only reason that we picked it was because on our girls' trip, we were so hungover in the morning, the only thing we could choke down before <laughs> 11 a.m. was beer and orange juice. And I had never had one before, so I came out to a pint of beer and orange juice and was like, this is not going to make me throw up, I promise. And yeah, everyone, I, it is super nice. Like, everybody always judges it because they're like, why would, like, people who just, like, want to say stuff about drinks like anybody who's just like i drink my whiskey with no ice there's nothing like, well congratulations yeah. your chest must be very hairy good, <laughs> you're the coolest drink drinker in the whole drink world yeah. um but guess what stop it stop being pretentious if something's <laughs> yummy and it's fun just fucking give in and you know no what you get a little vitamins in there and yeah 250 milliliters of fruit juice counts towards one of your five a day for fruit Oh, it does. It for does, real? yeah. Only, oh. only that much. Though. You can't just like drink orange juice and be fine. <laughs> also, you might die from sugar intake. Yeah. Also, you'll have like some sort of terrible, like acidic buildup in your stomach that you'll have to deal with later on. Yes, in life. which is also another part of uh, girls' trips when you get older. A lot of tums, a lot of uh, yeah. anti anti acid. Yeah, a lot of antacids, and also just like it's just like you get to you start getting to an age where like all your girlfriends just like know the different varieties of like prescribed antacids. I'm like, ooh, I take the low sec. Ooh, I take the dexarine. Then it's just like, oh god. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So beer mosas, beer, uh, orange juice. Carla put pineapple juice in hers it's today. Really good. I do that like my mimosa with a like I do like a pineapple mimosa. I hate like I like a pineapple. I like a blood orange. Yeah. I like a guava, yeah. a mango. I'm not gonna get fussy about putting. And it, it just goes really well with a lager. Now you put yours with a pilsner, so that's a big that's a big question. I, What's hey? It actually tastes really nice. Um, I put it with. It's not like a real like. It's not super pilly. Like it's a um, it's a steam whistle. Oh, so. okay. Nice. Yeah, it's this like Toronto brewed steam whistle. Yeah. And um, that's not like a normal go-to for me. It's just that I did a charity event uh, this week, and they paid me in a flat of uh, steam whistle. You have made it, Brittany. I don't know if you Dude. realize this. This is the dream. <laughs> Yo, they were like, we're so sorry. I was like, for what? <laughs> now I don't have to feel bad about you handing me money and then me going to the liquor store. Yeah. We've all skipped a very unhealthy step. You cut out the middleman. It's great. It cut out the middleman, and it was all tall boys too. It was like twenty four nice. or like twenty a full flat of tall boys. I was like, Ugh, um, but yeah. So I I paired my orange. I just went straight up OJ, uh, no pulp, and yeah. a little bit of steam whistle. I went about three quarters a pint of steam whistle, and then put my orange juice in. Right. So I you full, do whatever you want. I put the full pint of Stella. Okay. And then, oh, you stuck. You you really stayed on the French. Um, is it French or is it? I guess it's French or Belgium. Is Belgium French? Oh my God! Please let's cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> is where? I, do we have a? Hold on, let's get a fact checker. Chelsea, check where Stella's from. Stella Artois. I got a fact checker on it. Perfect. She will get back to us. Um. Yeah, and then Maybe I just. Time. Do you have? Oh, sorry. Because go ahead. mine had like bubbled up. I had a little bit of head. You throw that pineapple juice on there, head goes away. Yeah, baby, it it dummies the head. Yeah, yeah, you just pour it. It's like um, 
and then all the juice particles get into that foaminess yeah. on the top. Yeah. So it's like a, it's almost like, and you know what, the orange juice or the pineapple juice, because it's a lager or even a pill, mm-hmm. um, uh, it does it like really sort of overtakes the taste of the drink. So you're yeah. mostly just tasting like kind of fuzzy orange juice anyway. Exactly. Yeah. I do wonder what it would taste with like a porter, especially. Oh you know, my morning. god! Gag, murder me a river. <laughs> But it that might be would, nice. I, think I don't know because it's kind of coffee. It's kind of coffee t- flavored, so it's like breakfast. <laughs> Not that I put <laughs> orange juice in my coffee. Okay, um, I regret this. This decision. was like I love how I reacted thirty <laughs> seconds after telling people not to be pretentious. Uh, I was like, you know what? Lose the tune. Be less pretentious. <laughs> Turn your Matthew good down. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> and then you whoa! Were like, whoa. You, you were like, you're like, put a port. How about a port? I was like, ugh, gag me. You know what, Carla? I'm sorry. I take that back. And you take back Matthew, Matthew Good. Up. Okay, thank you. I do. I love Matthew Good. Um, Chelsea has gotten back to us. Our mm-hmm. fact checker of the day. Yes. And it is from Belgium. Okay. I don't know what language so, they speak. Belgium. I thought because I heard the Artois. Yes. They do I speak assume. French and another language there. Who knows? <laughs> hey, do you want to know what the most popular language in Europe is? Mm. German. Oh. That is, did not know that. That's a very interesting fact. Uh, that's what I did for the. I hosted a trivia night. That's oh. what won me all that beer. N- knowing that one thing. No, I just. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't win the beer. I guess no. I was paid in the beer. But I. That was one of the questions. Interesting. I like. Re- I. I wanted to be surprised, mm-hmm. so I didn't read any of the questions beforehand, oh, yeah. which yeah. just left left me stuttering like the kid in Billy Madison. <laughs> all the way through each question, which kind of was funny, yeah. anyway. So. Yeah. Do you have any interesting facts for us? I have one interesting fact because, again, I really had trouble this week with this topic. Um, yeah. I came up with some essentials for a girl's trip. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. I like the way you think. Thank you. Uh, sheet masks. Yeah. Yeah. You got... We didn't do sheet masks, did we? Yeah. No, we didn't. And then we didn't put it on the gram, so it's basically like we didn't even go on a holiday. Well, Lena was asleep and I had tooted in her face. That was a shit mask. <laughs> <That's> a <laughs> That's not true, girl. Beanie Beanie. <laughs> uh, portable speaker. We did have that. Yeah, we had a portable speaker for sure. Uh, dance party. We had a lot of dance parties. Dance parties. That's very essential for a girl's trip. You can't have a dance party the same with guys. There's just, it's not, there's just too much rubbing of other people. Those are, are your, is that the conclusion of the That uh, is the list? conclusion of the list. And in fact. <laughs> Hey man, good job, Carla. Hey. I think we had fun this I week. Think so I think you did a good job. Hey, thanks, pal. <laughs> you can tell that we were just so in love and we miss each other because we don't want to be separated anymore. Hey, if you guys want to hear the in- the intro to this podcast proper again, <laughs> you will send us money yes. so we can be together. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and you know what? For real, Z though, come back if you liked this a week's episode. Come back next week. Because uh, we do it every Thursday. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And listen for the latest episode of Life Pairings. We're at Life Pairings Podcast on Instagram. Tag us. We want to know about your girls' Yes. Trips. Send us pics. Tell us what we missed on the essential yeah. list. And we'll talk about it next week. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, also, if you have any suggestions. Because, guys, we're, we can't think of these things forever. <laughs> Today I was like paralyzers and hiking. Um, 
<laughs> so if you have any suggestions, please let us know and email us at, at lifepairingspodcast at gmail.com. And uh, we'll see you next Thursday. We love you so much. Thanks, guys.
I just give a very quick summary of maybe of the beer mosa. Um, the Listen, you're not going to get some great cocktail recipe this week because I tried to make it fancy. Like I looked at 37,000 different recipes and I was like, I was like, where did it come from? What's the history of the beer mosa? What's the long lineage of the beer mosa? And then I was just like, nope, just 10 years ago, somebody started dumping orange juice in beer. So a beer mosa is when you take, you know, like usually a... Uh, 